This podcast is brought to you by Florence Filter, the leading company in air filters. They care about your air and have been since 1971. Good morning, everybody. This is Brandon Matloff in Los Angeles. Welcome to the Stella Oak Mavens podcast, where we feature different mavens in different fields. A maven is an expert of an expert. They are the go-to person who you would want to ask all the questions to before making a decision. The purpose of our podcast is to help the consumer be more knowledgeable. If you're trying to figure out how to manage a crisis, this is the podcast to learn from. Today's podcast features the story of Eden Jalat Bo. She's a damage control expert and a former business professor. From celebrity scandals to corporate fraud, Eden will share her skills on how she manages your crisis and explains how she writes breakup letters for your boyfriends and girlfriends. Uh, welcome, Eden. Hello. As I'm thinking about getting into the content here, um, why does a consumer, like, why does somebody need somebody who does crisis management? So Warren Buffett actually put it really well. And he said that it takes 20 years to build a reputation and about five minutes to ruin it. So if you think about that, then you'll do things differently, which is completely in line with what I do. People spend their lives building their reputations and then something happens and it seems to evaporate instantly. So it's all about protecting your reputation. So as I hear you say that, can you think about a situation, obviously you don't have to name your specific client, but can you think about an example of a problem where somebody had built up a reputation over a 20 year period of time and then ruined it in five minutes? And then what did you do to like, how did you, how did you come into the picture and try to fix it? So one of the things that seems to happen a lot is I work with a lot of nonprofits and I find that people who join the boards of nonprofits um, don't dedicate as much time to them as they should. And a lot of things seem to fall through the cracks or you join a board and it's all of your friends and you trust other people. It's when you treat people like family, not saying that treating people like family isn't a good thing, but their personal ties and trust really seem to cloud their judgment. And so when something bad happens, they go, no, 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 they would never have done that. I can't believe that. I've known this person for 20 years or 25 years. And those are the things that can evaporate their reputation almost instantly because they will get dragged down with it. So then how do you help them? So with ones like that, we are usually brought on to represent the uh, either the board itself or the organization. Um, and it is... A lot of times these aren't public matters where the news media picks it up. But when money does go missing, it's how do you communicate, you know, what happened, how are you going to make sure it never happens again, and painting that rosy picture, not only with the rest of the people that are involved with the nonprofit, but the community that you serve, and especially with the donors. It's a really hard conversation for a lot of board members to have with donors when they say, Hey, you know, basically the money that you gave us, it oopsie daisies kind of went missing. Um, please still support us. It's crafting strategic communications to support that. We've actually had so many successful campaigns over the years, but I've had donors come back to the nonprofit and say, I really appreciate the way that you handled this and have actually given them more money on top of the money that it was already taken. Was there a pivotal moment where you had done something where you were doing some crisis management and you're like, I'm destined to be in this business because I basically had the situation and I created 
an environment where I took the crisis out of the public eye? Like, was there an actual story that you can share with us? And you're like, this is why I knew this is the right career for me in the long run. There have been several of those moments, but one actually happened recently where somebody had done something and it never made it into the public eye. So I'm going to talk about this kind of vaguely. Um, Someone had done something and it was pretty bad. And they were like, I want to be truthful and I want to be honest. And I'm like, that is wonderful. I wish all clients were like that. The only problem was that they wanted to be truthful and honest and write a really big open letter sort of thing to the public. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm like, think about it this way. Like, this is kind of like a private crisis. Only a certain amount of people know within your community. Um, but if you publish this letter, you know, you have to go back to what is your goal? And at the time, the person wanted to keep their day job. And I was like, well, think about it this way. If you publish this letter, how is your employer going to feel about this? They were like, ah, right. So it's really getting something where it was already pretty bad to begin with, but it could have been so much worse if they didn't listen to my counsel and legal counsel say, no, 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 please don't put that into writing. Can you share with us um, maybe a time where it didn't work out as well? Um, Oftentimes, the way to connect with some of the audience is just to share with us uh, a challenge or maybe a, a failure that you've had where you weren't able to necessarily um, protect someone or a time that you had uh, some unsuccessful results, uh, but then you learn from it. So in terms of a huge challenge, it's every time I get a client, it's really hard for me to remind myself that, because we're all empathetic, right? We're all humans at the end of the day. And when somebody starts telling me their problems, it's how do I not internalize this? Um, but I think that I'm successful in really remaining objective at the end of the day because I realized in high school when people used to come to me with their problems and say, oh my God, Eden, how do I fix this? I would get so absorbed and involved in all of the drama, I wasn't able to successfully do anything. Um, or I would just take on so much burden, I would actually start to grind my teeth at night from all the stress. Um, so that was a really big challenge uh, way back in high school. So it, you know, it pops up every time I get a new client, but it's a nice reminder for me to go back to just how much it actually just wore me down back in the day. Well, thank you, uh, Eden, for your time today. I really uh, enjoyed it and can't wait to make sure that I never have a crisis and have to call you, but it's good to know that you're out there uh, doing this. And this is Brandon Matloff. This has been a Stella Oak Mavens production. We empower you, the listener, to take control of your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, please stay tuned for the long version to release this Friday. This podcast is brought to you by Florence Filter, the leading company in air filters. They care about your air and have been since 1971.